Welcome again to Falling in Love with Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, that as we settle in this evening, we thank you because if it had not been for you, we would not have this moment. Now, God, I pray that those that are under the sound of my voice will have an ear to hear what you would say to us. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. In Jesus' name. Okay, uh, we're going to do our communion, so always have that. Lord, say the same. We'll continue in the same thing as we uh, come, in, come on air. We're going to finish with the book of Exodus, and it will um, pretty much talk about Moses and how God called him uh, to bring the uh, children uh, of Israel out of Egypt and into the land of Canaan, although we know uh, he did not cross over. But um, I was really uh, mesmerized uh, because this particular part here kind of went along with something that we were um, discussing uh, in the Sunday school lesson, and it was talking about vision. And uh, yes, we all have a vision we have natural vision and we also have a vision for our life uh, that uh, the Lord will uh, give us the ability to uh, focus uh, by managing our homes and our health and our finances we have visions for that and plans but there comes a time where when the Lord is seeking someone to sin he could give you uh, 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 he could put a call on your life and give you a vision uh, for his purpose. And uh, this is pretty much uh, what he did with Moses. We can just look at Moses as a as a pastor um, leading his uh, uh, congregation or members or church, whatever you want to uh call it. But at the end of the day, when God puts a call on our life, it's something that's it's just not something average. I mean, this desire that, that comes on you um, is something that you don't really have the uh, you you don't have the peace not to receive it. It's just something that that won't leave you alone. It's it's always on your mind. You can't get it off your mind. It's a calling, uh, just a strong calling to serve. And and God do give you peace uh, that that rules over what what you can ever understand. But like Moses, uh, he had a lot of uh, of things that he felt. Uh, would not um, 
give him this this he thought he was too um uh had a lot of dysfunction uh within himself that he didn't think that he could do the job and you know a lot of times that that's to me is the thing that the enemy wants to uh, uh, snatch uh, from you and when God put a call on your life the enemy comes in and and tell you 150 ways or reasons that Oh, no, you, you, this, no, this can't be yours. And I'm not saying there are times where you, you may hit or miss, but at the end of the day, if God wants to use you, he is most certainly going to uh, get that job done. Cause what God has for you, it is for you. And, um, you can't be afraid because, um, we need, um, everybody, um, that the Lord sends working for, uh, the kingdom, um, and so there is a place uh, for each and every one of us. It doesn't have to be a platform in the church, but it could be a platform right where you do your daily uh, performance or you perform. Um, I'm not saying that go on your job and, and, and start a church or go and start a Bible study, although there are some places that will allow you to uh, have a, a, a Bible study on your lunch hour, what have you. But there are so many other areas uh, that God can use us. Telephone ministry, single ministry, um, going on your job and just being a, a beacon of light. Uh, you don't have to wear a big cross or carry a Bible in there because they hired you to work, not uh, evangelize. So it, God will use us, but um, God will also uh, lead and guide us into uh, how we need to do uh, whatever it is he has for us. Okay, um, but I want to uh, call this... Uh, uh, message in plain God in plain sight and uh, God is uh, omniscient he's perfect he's all knowledge he doesn't need to learn anything and he haven't forgotten anything and he hasn't forgotten you uh, God is omnipresent he's everywhere and there is no place he is not also I have a song I want to use because I believe that when there is a calling on your life you uh want to uh, just really uh, do your best and, and you're motivated and and uh, you have the anointing on you and and you may not feel like you have the anointing because I believe when you first called you you got all these questions and and God will um, take you uh, on a journey and and teach you and lead you like I said but this particular song just kind of is befitting. I don't so much choose songs by uh, the artists. I choose songs by the words. If they're inspiring, is is there a positive message? Uh, does it benefit uh, the hearer and things of that nature? And as long as it can line up with that, and it also lines up with the word, because God honors righteous and wholesome and morally good uh, ethical communication and um, so this is why I chose this particular song uh, dream the impossible to dream the impossible or the impossible dream and I'm going to use a couple uh, of um, 
artist to uh, actually uh, put that song out there. And then we, um, of course, will do communion at the end. But let's get into uh, the book of Exodus, third chapter. And we're talking about Moses. Okay, now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro. And I'm going to jump around quickly. His father-in-law, who was a priest of Median, Median, and he led the flock back to the back of the desert. And he came to Horeb, which is called the mountain of God. And then an angel appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. And we know the story. So, but I'm going to pull some other treasures out of this. Um, and then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here, here I am. And I'm going to put our finger there because Moses didn't realize that at that moment, God anointed him prophetically to say that. Then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am. God is saying this now. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look up on God. And so the Lord said, listen, I've surely seen uh, the oppression. I've seen uh, the cry. I've heard it. But I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them from that from that land to a good large land flowing with milk and honey. And the place was we know that was Canaan. And I said, God has also brought us to a land flowing with milk and honey. And we uh, must appreciate uh, this and and um, do our part to uh, make it uh, better and do those things that are pleasing in God's sight. God is is showing us just like in 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 these in those days. He's saying to us, "I see these things are not working. I see the crime. I see the recession. I see education is not working. I see uh, culture clashes. I see the adultery. I see the covetousness. I see the greeting." I see all of these things and I have come down and this is uh, God uh, choosing uh, uh, pastors that's after his heart, uh, leading them into a direction that will, will, will cause a, a great revival of uh, people getting involved and not just being uh, reactive, but being proactive. And sometimes we sit by and and we begin to say to ourselves uh what's going on and that's because when we don't get involved then we are the ones that are saying uh look look what's happening we're asking questions we're we're we're, we're becoming a victim of of uh, not being involved because we're waiting and we're like uh, well whatever's going on we'll just suffer the consequences but we don't want to watch what's happening we don't want to just let 
what's happening happen. We don't want to be the ones that just act, just asking, oh, well, I wonder why this happened. We want to be able to make a difference. And I believe the Lord is calling us to make a difference. We are not to sit by and let others decide our life. We are in this world. We live in this world. We uh, are raising families in this world. So I just believe we are most certainly living in those days where God is not wanting us to be passive. He wants us to be uh, proactive. And um, this is why he called Moses, because Moses uh, needed to uh, get his assignment and he need to get the job done. And just like Moses, we are too. When God put a calling on our life, Moses kind of got intimidated. Um, and then he said, he said, come. God told Moses, come now, therefore, and I will send you to, to Pharaoh. God is calling some Moses in, in, in this time of the hour. Yes, Lord. He's calling the pastors to to um, this assignment and those that would work alongside him. He's given him the fivefold ministry. He's given him apostles, prophets, evangelists, and teachers to come alongside him and to um, help execute this vision that, that, that God has given that leader um, to, and, and the those that will come alongside him to demonstrate uh, these the message in in the in the spirit of power and uh, and the we're talking about the power of the word we're talking about the truth God has given uh, those uh, that would assist with that vision and that plan for that body and that that body would go out into the world and that's what the Lord tells us to go out into the world and make disciples of men in other words showing the love of God in the places where they would perform uh, daily God will put uh, super on their natural ability it doesn't matter where you are it, you know you're, you there's not always a platform uh, don't, we should not be looking for just a platform in the church, but we have a platform wherever we um, stand. We're on holy ground. So whether you uh, work as a uh, teacher, a firefighter, a police, a construction worker or w what have you, uh, God has put something in you to be a beacon of light to that uh, particular place. And uh, he will. Uh, give you a uh, supernatural power to execute the assignment that he has you on. And um, he's not telling us to go into our places of work. Let's just do that and, and try to uh, have church or uh, try to start uh, a revival. I mean, there are places where your job may allow you to at least have a little Bible study somewhere on your lunch, on your time. But uh, they're calling you to go to work on the job. But um, God can still use you in so many ways. And uh, something that one person was trying to do, you stepped on, uh, stepped to the plate and the job got done. And um, you, uh, you were able to testify about that. So anyway, moving on with Moses. Um, so Moses said, to God, who am I again? That those words, who am I? He first he said, I I am here, or I am he. 
I mean, here I am. He said, here I am first. And now he's saying, who am I? That I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel uh, out. And this was because he wasn't really confident um, in himself. And, uh, and that's okay. Because if God is putting a call on your life, you most certainly want to be confident in him and not in yourself. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And, uh, he will exalt you. And sometimes you may get it, get your call uh, um, twisted in a sense. And God was calling you for this and you thought it was that. And sometimes we want to keep on going in that way. And the Lord is telling us we need to humble ourselves and under the mighty hand of God and, and let him exalt you. And yeah, like I said, if it be of God, he will uh, most certainly help you in that but if it's not of God it will actually come to naught you you will lose the interest it will become something uh, uh, dull for you and you'll find yourself not really being satisfied uh, with um, that uh, particular position and that's okay too because you're not going to always hit the bullseye but um, God told Moses said I will certainly be with you and this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. And that is so wonderful when God put the stamp of approval on that assignment and it is something that you know you could not do unless the Lord um, gave you that strength to do it. And the Lord more so told Moses said, uh, Moses said to God, okay, I'm, I'm ready. I receive it. But when I go, uh, what shall I uh, say to them uh, who sent me? I mean, the God of your fathers has sent you. This is what you should tell them because Moses didn't know uh, what to say. He said, not only that, uh, what, what, what name should I uh, tell them? What, what shall I say? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, and thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent you. And uh, he was referring back to Moses saying, here I am. And uh, uh, I am, who, who am I? And the Lord said, I didn't, I, I don't, you don't need to worry about uh, who you are. Uh, I am that I am. I am he that, that's sending you. So don't worry about uh, yourself. I'm going to be with you and I'm going to show through, uh, I'm going to show that through signs. And so again, he said, the Lord of your fathers, God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent you. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial to all generations. Now go and get you some help. Go, you go get the elders and, and bring them alongside you. And uh, y'all going to go to work. And um, we truly thank the Lord for uh, pastors that have that uh, leadership beside them. And uh, not usurping authority over the pastors, and but uh, assisting them in, uh, as the Lord see fit. Uh, so... We're going to do our communion. We're going to stop there for sake of time. And we're going to do our communion. And um, 
So if you have that, let us uh, go forth. And on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, he broke it, he blessed it, he gave it to his disciples saying, this is my body, which had been broken for you, take and eat. And in the same like manner, he lifted up the cup and he said, this is the blood of the New Testament, which had been shed for you. As often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me, drink ye all of it. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your word. And Lord, uh, we ask that you continue to lead and guide us into all truth and understanding. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you, Lord, our strength and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.